Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and this is about as busy a show as I've had. And I can tell you, I want to thank uh, Jerry Pettigrew and, and Joan Pettigrew. Um, they, they sent me last night the 2021 Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductees. Going in in the Hall of Fame in September, and I thought, well, I need to, I need to kind of give that list throughout the show. The first two segments, we're going to talk to four of the inductees. Four people going into the Hall of Fame, and we're going to start, because I've only got three or four minutes with Travis Diener. Graduate from Fond du Lac High School in 2001. If you've watched any basketball around the state, you know this is a great ambassador for our state of Wisconsin, a heck of a basketball player going into the Hall of Fame in September in the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Travis, congratulations on that. Thanks, Mike. I really appreciate that. Man, you know, we, we've had a chance to talk a lot. Hey, I have to tell you this. Remember I brought my three grandsons, they worked out with you, and the youngest one we thought was going to last five minutes. Well, he just scored about, I don't know, 18 points in some some little league he's in. And I'm telling you, Travis, it's all because you worked with him. I'm just I'm being completely honest with you. Well, that's uh, that's quite the, the compliment. Uh, I don't know if I had much to do with it, but I'm glad he's enjoying enjoying it i know i had as i had as good a time as he did that day oh that was really fun so thank you for that hey when when you got the news from from coach pettigue that you were going into the hall of fame here in the state of wisconsin for me when when i heard you were going in i immediately went back to you know your years at fond du lac high school and this is a high school basketball show now you've played at the highest level a lot but i'm wondering when you think back at those years at fond du lac high school how fun was that for you to play basketball for your high school? Well, for me, it was 
it was the ultimate experience because, you know, growing up, I didn't dream about playing in the NBA or playing high division one basketball. It was, it was to play for my uncle. And so that's what made the experience even more special is playing under my uncle, who is also a member in the Hall of Fame, and which makes this even more special. And then a chance to play with my cousins and just, you know, the the uh, the dynasty that my uncle had built at Fama, like just to be a part of that when I was in high school, is something that, you know, kind of started me off in the past that has led me to where I am today. 100%. And you know what, Travis, I being a basketball um, fan, as big a fan as, as, as I am, I, I watched as much basketball as, as I could that you played it. And for some reason, I think everybody, you know, kids always looked at you and thought, man, you know what, look at how good he is. And you're somebody that people, uh, that kids can go, I could maybe be that. You know, it wasn't like you're 6'11 and jumping out of the gym. You're six feet tall and you're making things happen, playing in the NBA, playing professional basketball. But when you were in high school in that Marquette, you know, you kind of looked like a little kid out there. And there were people going, man, how good can this guy be? And you didn't scare anybody during warmups. But, man, once you got on the court and played, you know, you just owned a lot of these guys. And it was so fun to watch you play. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was, you know, I think, you know, with my size and my stature, you know, I always had to believe, have a self-belief that I was, you know, the best player on the court, even if I maybe wasn't. And that, that confidence and that belief, I think got me uh, places that I maybe never thought even I, I, I could reach. But, you know, I think when, when kids look at me or people look at me and from the outside, it's like, well, this, this short little kid, uh, not the strongest guy. But I've always taken great pride and satisfaction. And, and when I look myself, when I look back at my career and I look myself in the mirror and, and reflect on, on what I've accomplished, I think I've maximized uh, my God-given ability. And that, that makes me most proud is, you know, I put in, you know, a lot of hard work to try to reach certain goals. And I think for the most part, I've, I've attained a lot of things that uh, make me satisfied with what I've done in my career. Hey, Travis, I, I promised you I'd get you. You're working a kid out at 10.05. I just want to call and say congratulations. In, in September, up in uh, Wisconsin Dells, he, uh, Travis Diener will be one of the Hall of Fame inductees and could not go to a more deserving young man and, and, again, a great ambassador for our state of Wisconsin. Travis, I'm going to have you on my youth sports show in a couple of weeks talk about this beautiful facility uh, in Mequon that you guys are about to open that we really want to highlight and celebrate the work you guys have done. So I'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Well, thanks for having me, and thanks for uh, you know promoting the, the facility that we got coming. And we're awfully excited uh, for the next generation and kids of all sports to be able to come in there and, and try to grow and develop. So I appreciate you having me on today and have a, have a good one, Mike. You bet. Thank you, Travis. That's Travis Diener again. Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductee. We're trying to reach out to Percy Eddy. Uh, he is playing around, playing around a golf right now. So I don't know if, if uh, it's indoor. I would think that he could stop, but he, he sent me a text that, look, when, when you can't dunk the basketball anymore, you go play indoor golf. We're now joined by another inductee, 2021 Wisconsin Basketball Coach Association Hall of Fame member, Percy Eddy. Hey, Percy, how you been? I'm good. How you guys doing? Matt, doing well. How are you hitting them today, by the way? Uh, fair. Just fair. Fair. <laughs> well, you know what? We're... Basketball player or a better golfer? 
uh, basketball player, definitely. Yeah, definitely there. You'd even hesitate on that. Hey, Percy, I can't congratulate you enough. I look, if you've been around, like I said about Travis Diener, if the game of high school basketball in this area for a while, you've heard or seen or watched Percy Eddie play. And man, what a heck of a high school basketball and college basketball player he was. Percy, when when you got the news um, from Coach Pettigrew that you're going to be put in the Hall of Fame, uh, it had to make you feel awfully good. It did. Uh, it was a great thing. First, I thought somebody was pranking me. I'm like, come on, it's too cold outside. I want to go to Florida and play golf. Stop playing on the phone. But I was, uh, I was quite excited. You know, getting a nomination uh, for something like that is it's, it's a great honor. But for me, it's, it's not about me. It's about the people that were around me and people that helped me get there. Amen to that. Percy, you know, thank you for saying that. I, I Very similar to what kind of Travis said, it was about being able to play with my, my cousins and play for my uncle and my friends. And when you say that, I, I, I love that. One of the questions, Tim, and you played at a really high level. When you think back of your days over at Milwaukee Tech and playing for, for, for the Trojans and, and playing with your buddies over there, does it get any better than that? Oh, it, it, it doesn't. Like Travis said, you know, Having the opportunity to play, you know, with your buddies and your and your cousins. My uncle, he lived in Aurora, Illinois. He coached a team that played on Thursday nights and Saturday nights, and half of the team was made up of my family. So I drove, you know, over there 110 miles, 120 miles every Thursday and Saturday, faithfully to play with my family. So, you know, it, it it's a it's a blessing, you know, to be able to play and play with people, you know, that you came up with and play the game that you love for a job, too. Yeah, no no doubt. Hey, when you look back at those, um, you, it's funny because, again, there are guys that play at, at a really high level. I coached for a long time, and when when I would look, there's, there's a better than, you know, 90% chance this is the best it's going to get for you. And they look at and go, no, I'm going to college, and I'm going to do this. But then they come back and they say, Coach, you know, once you get to college, it's almost like a job. In high school, it's, it, you know, you're playing with your buddies you're in class with, with the people that walk down the hall that come to cheer for you. And, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't, you're right, it didn't get any better than that. And, and I'd like to think that, you know, when you were playing over at, at Tech and you think back in those days, man, first of all, that team, that team you were on, man, you guys could play. That, was a, that had to be a fun team for you to play on. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a fun team. Uh, you know, I have to uh, thank guys like uh, Greg Leach uh, and Daryl Terry. And, you know, I have to uh, thank one guy who, who didn't play much, but he helped bring my confidence level uh, up. His name is Kevin Dotson. Kevin told me uh, one day in practice, he said, hey, man, he's like, why don't you shoot your jumper more? I was like, because Coach Parkinson would kill me. He has me strictly as a post player. <laughs> so he said, well, you know, you got the best jumper on the team. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, nobody can shoot it better than you. So as we got to the state tournament, you know, I'm like, it's the last couple games. You know, I'm going to have to pull up and show him that I can shoot it. So when we were in the championship game, I took a couple uh, shots around the key, which is three-point land now, and Coach Parkinson was like, what are you doing? Good shot. Thank God it went in because had it not, (laughs) I would have been buried so deep on the bench. But, you know, it was just guys like that that encouraged you and, uh, you know, just really uh, uplifted me as I was, uh, you know, becoming a better player. 
Hey, Percy. So, um, college-wise, where did you end up going? I went. To, I went two years in uh, Western Kansas at a junior college called Kobe Community College, and then I finished at Kansas State, which uh, will tell you how old I am because it it's the Big Twelve now. But when I played, it was the Big Eight. So Man. I had a. Um, what was the? Hmm. What was the difference between as far as the talent? between the junior college and going to Kansas State? Uh, I always tell people, and I tell kids about being recruited, going to junior college. Some kids have to go to junior college. Some don't. But, you know, if you have to go for your grades, it's the difference between staying at a Motel 6 and a high Regency. You know, at Motel <laughs> Huge 6. Huge difference. We'll, we'll yes, I'm sure I do. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that's the difference. Yeah, I... I Young man over at uh, Whitefish Bay Dominican. I coached him in basketball. He was a player, and he ended up having to go to a junior college in Mississippi, and then he ended up going to Florida after that. And I said, uh, "You know, you change." He said, "I'd walk into high school with wire rim glasses, a pocket protector, never look at any of the girls over at Dominican, and get my grades up because I did not like doing the junior college thing, and I would have preferred to go four years at a place like Florida and play football there." And uh-huh. I said, "Man." He said, I'm going to tell every kid that I ever coached from here on out that story because I don't, you know, if kids don't have to, there are a lot of kids that that, that go to junior college because they want to and, and see if they can't get it to a higher level. He said, but man, for somebody like me that had to because I didn't take care of my grades, I want to tell that story. Hey, I can't congratulate you enough. That class you're going into, uh, in with, I can tell you, Devin Harris and Harvey Knuckles and Marshall Williams, man, you want to talk about players that, that – People around here know John Stone from Whitefish Bay. You know, these are guys that have made, you know, high school basketball what it is, I think, in the state. And, Percy, you're one of them. And I appreciate your willingness to come on today. Take a break from your indoor golf round and let us congratulate you on being inducted into the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. Thank you, sir. You bet, man. I look forward to uh, talking to you again about this. And and it's going to be in September up in Wisconsin Dells, and uh, you, uh, you've certainly been a great ambassador for the city of Milwaukee. Uh, thanks again, and uh, go hit them long and straight. All right, thanks for having me. If you want to join me for a round of golf, I'm at X-Golf out in Brookfield. You, you got it. You're not going to see me unless, unless I can hit something way far to the right. It goes way <laughs> to the right. He is... I can shoot a ball way better than I can hit a ball. He is Percy Eddy. Again, 2021 Wisconsin Basketball Coach Association Hall of Fame inductee. Next segment, we've got two more coming up. One a coach, one a And we'll talk to them on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coach, 1250 AM, the fan again. I want to thank Jerry and Joan Pettigue for sending me the list and allowing me to kind of do some breaking news today. They're going to send the list, I think, out to everybody probably tomorrow. But the 2021 Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductees, another one going in, and he has been my friend for a really long time. And I'm just a fan of his, man. And he knows that Andy Cerrone, head basketball coach at Sussex Hamilton, 
Man, Coach, think about how long we've known each other. When when Cam was in third grade, I think, is when we started coaching against each other. Congratulations going in the Hall of Fame, brother. Well-deserved. Uh, Gilbert, I'm, uh, I, like I said, I'm uh, very humbled with that, and I, I appreciate uh, you uh, having me on. And like I said, I, I don't know if I'm deserving of it. And uh, like I said, I just uh, qu- quite an honor and uh, to be, you know, have my name with uh, a lot of the – the names that are on that list is uh, it's incredible. So I, uh, I I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, you know, Coach, um, I, a lot of these guys that that are on this list uh, may think the same. You know, I'm not sure if I'm, but I can tell you, and I sent you this text last night. Yeah, you know, you live in that bubble, that Sussex Hamilton bubble of okay, this is where I kind of live, this is where I work, this is where I coach. You got to know the amount of respect that other coaches, other players, other parents have for you and, and the program at Sussex Hamilton. And you are deserving to be in there. I can just tell you that. Um, and, and there isn't any doubt in my mind for that. Imagine all of the kids that, that you have taught and directed and helped throughout the years. Um, and, and coach, I just, uh, I think the world of, of you and, and your family, and, and I'm so pleased to be able to make that announcement that Andy Cerrone is going in the Hall of Fame and and to uh, to see you in person to give you a hug and say congratulations. Well, uh, Coach, I, I thank you for those kind words. But uh, like I said, I uh, it just I've been fortunate enough to have some really great coaches that coached with me. I had some great players that uh, really uh, just uh, love the game of basketball and love Sussex and uh, you know gave everything they had to the program, sacrificed and just uh, made it a place that, uh, you know, I, I wanted to be and still want to be. And uh, I, uh, I didn't do it alone. And, you know, so, so many people, you know, like I said, I, uh, it, uh, it, 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 it took, I, it took a village. So I, I appreciate that, but I, uh, I, I certainly didn't do it alone with uh, all the help that I've had from uh, some of the great, uh, great, great assistants I've had, like Steve Newcomer and Tracy Thomas, you know, Cameron, Chris Horn, uh, uh Chris Holm, who uh, is coaching in Japan now, and, and my current staff, you know, Josh King, uh, Jason Schneider, Ron Radmer, uh, Keelan Johnson, Corey Nace, and Adam Plowman, and Steve uh, Liberto. I mean, those guys, like I said, you, you, know, you know how it is, Coach. you got to have great people with you, and I, I feel I have the greatest, so, so that, that's awesome. Yeah, Coach, do you ever feel like maybe there's like this black cloud over you every once in a while? Because two of the best players in the state of Wisconsin that they've ever seen, um, one being your son and one being a kid who's a senior by you now, Mr. Baldwin, um, have gotten injured. And you, you got to think, come on, man. You know, I remember when Cam got hurt uh, playing football and you just going, you got to be kidding me. Um and I just feel bad for you because it would be nice. And last year with COVID hitting, you know, it would be nice to see you be able to get through with some of the best players, you know, that you've helped develop and then have you guys make a good run and, and, and get the gold ball and do the things that I think a lot of people thought were gonna, was going to happen last year and maybe again this year. Well, I'll tell you, I'm not going to lie to you. Both of them have, you know, were devastating. I mean, having Cam go down that yes. year was, uh, you know, was uh, heartbreaking. And, uh, you know, and, and for him and, and both, both, both him and Patrick, I mean, what, you know, how much they put time and effort they put into, you know, improving themselves from year to year. And, uh, you know, and then just waiting for that senior year to just kind of 
just uh, be something special. And, and both times, uh, you know, it, it, from, uh, you know, it, it was disappointing for the state of Wisconsin because two of the best players that I right. feel that I've ever coached, uh, you know, fans didn't get a chance to see them. Like, uh, I know this year would have been different, but still Patrick, uh, you know, was hands down, you know, I mean, the guy's going to be in the NBA in two years. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, just to, to, to have him, you know, what he's, you know, he, he, what he's done for our program, the last three years is remarkable and uh and how he's done it i mean just being so humble just being such a uh selfless player i mean just i mean i mean just uh you know he he, he you know he just made it he wanted to fit in with everybody else and he did it perfectly and uh like i said the kids loved playing with him and uh he was a great teammate great leader and just a great talent and uh you know, so, uh, yeah, that was – both times were – you know, sometimes I sit and look, and uh, but I uh, – like I said, I, I – I, you know, you can't be bitter about it. You just got to keep going. And, uh, I, you know, and like I said, both the – you know, Cameron's turned out, you know, I mean, he's he better he, – he's uh, in a great place right now, and, uh, you know, he's good. And uh, just uh, just seeing, seeing him happy. And, you know, it's a – at the time, it's like – devastating but you know as time goes on you know there's bigger and better things ahead of them and uh going on and that's the same thing i told patrick i said hey you know i know it's it's uh devastating for you right now but you know he's destined for bigger and better things too coach thank you so much i i really appreciate it and you you know we've had these conversations it's I think the world of, of, of you and your family and, and what you guys have done out in Sussex Hamilton. And, and when I got that list and saw your name on it, it just made me smile. So, you know what? Congratulations. 2021 Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductee, Coach Andy Cerrone from Sussex Hamilton. Well done, Coach. Hey, Coach McGivern, thank you so much for having me. And like I said, I, I, I really appreciate the time you gave me. And, uh, hey, I love your show and uh, love you, man. Take care. You got it. Thank you, Andy. You as well. Have a great day. Hey, we are uh, trying. We're trying to reach out uh, to to Cheryl Marr, who is uh, or at uh, Milwaukee Hamilton, and uh, I know that uh, she's available. To us, and if you can give her a call, because we've been texting back and forth. Um, let me give you a few more names that are going in. 2021 Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductees. Some of the, the names from around here that you definitely um, know. We talked to Tra- Travis Diener and Percy Eddy. Uh, Devin Harris is going in. Uh, Devin from Tose East and, and UW-Madison. Harvey Knuckles from Racine St. Catharines. John Stone from Whitefish Bay. Marshall Williams from Milwaukee Vincent are the boy players, the, the young men players that are going in. We'll, uh, we'll talk about more of the girl players after we get done with our next guest again. 2021 inducting into the Hall of Fame. Um, Cheryl, pronounce your last name for me. Ochalski Moore. Cheryl Ochalski. Ochalski, thank you. There it is. Cheryl, congratulations. And, you know, I am, uh, I've been doing a little bit of research on higher level camps. And, man, I know more about you right now than ever watching you, you know. You bowled a little bit, played a bunch of basketball. And when we talked last night, you could not say enough good things uh, about your coach, about uh, Sally Miller. And I know that uh, Sally means a lot to you, and and certainly she's going in as well. So that's got to be really extra special for you. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, Well, last year, obviously, we all faced COVID-19, and 
Um, Coach Jones tracked me down through Derek Dalton, who I used to play basketball with on the playgrounds at Elcott Park, and then he was telling me everything that was going on. And he wanted to nominate both of us at the same time. Just great memories playing at Hamilton High School, having Coach Sally Miller there. And she was really before her time. We did core training when core training wasn't even in existence. Um, she would have us lift and weight three times a week. We would run stairs. We would do line drills, wall jumps. I mean, you name it, we did it just to improve our strength, quickness, and endurance. So great memories having her as a coach and playing at Hamilton High School. Hey, Cheryl, you went on then and played at University of Arkansas on a full-ride scholarship. And, you know, it's it's interesting. When, when you look back at, at the days that you played and some of the things that girls nowadays – Get, you know, how they get a chance to get better playing a lot more basketball and a lot more opportunities than I think you probably had when you were playing. And things like higher-level camps. Um, I'm wondering, at what level could you have brought your game if you had a chance to play year-round like they do now? Well, you know, that's interesting you say that. We actually did play a lot back in the day, as I would say in the 70s, 60s and 70s. We would go to the playgrounds and play in our driveways and play with the neighborhood boys. And I grew up in a neighborhood with a lot of boys. And I have two brothers, Jay and Steve. Jay's a year older, Steve's a year younger. And we had Brian and Mike Morello, who lived around the corner, who I'm still in touch with to this day. In fact, their sisters and daughter played for HLC. But back in the day, we... You know, you leave in the morning and you come home at dark, right? And we would go to the playgrounds, Alcott Park, Euclid Park, I believe it was called. And we would play all day long. And that was our, sort of speak, AU arena. And just great memories. And I don't, you know, it's different now because everything's structured and organized. But we did the same thing, but we just weren't in gyms and we didn't have referees and coaches. You know, Cheryl, one last thing, and again, congratulations. Uh, 2021 uh, Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductee. It'll be in September up in the, in the Wisconsin Dells area. But looking at, at uh, you know, the website and looking at some of the things that basketball has has allowed you to do, you know, being part of Athletes in Action from 83 to 88 and traveling to different countries. And, you know, the Lord's given you such a great platform to be able to talk a little bit about your life and talk about, you know, playing basketball, what it's meant to you. It's, it's such a great story that I can't wait to be able to spend maybe a half hour with you on one of these shows that I do just to talk about that part and this platform that you've been given. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. Thanks so much. And yeah, it's very humbling actually. And, you know, I just think there's seasons in our lives and, um, you know, I've been very fortunate. I call them milepost markers, and I've had a lot of milepost markers in my life that have influenced me. And I have two children now. They're 22 and 26, Wadi and Michael. And, you know, I always say it takes a village to raise our children, and you can never have enough adults around our children. And I was very fortunate to have that. And I was allowed to participate in sports growing up. And, I mean, just a great experience. And through that, I found my faith. And I mean, running higher level camps is very humbling because every decision I make, you know, is going to affect the boys and girls in our program. And it is just very humbling doing this on a day in, day in and day out basis. But I wake up every day passionate about what I do and love. And ultimately, you know, higher level camps are, we have a mission, vision, and values. And at 
you know, our values is very simple. We ultimately want the boys and girls in our program to become young men and women who are going to become productive members of society. And one of my biggest struggles in sports is when you have these phenomenal athletes, and we've all heard the story after they're done participating in whatever sport, they're not a productive member of society, and they end up in jail or prison or whatever. And, and that's a tragedy. And as adults, we have to own that and help these boys and girls find their place in this world. Cheryl, thank you for that. Um, HigherLevelCamps.com is is that website. Uh, congratulations. Again, in September, being inducted in the Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association, Association Hall of Fame. Um, and again, congratulations, and I look forward to, to talking to you in person. And I'll reach out here in a week or so and, and ask you to come on one of these other shows that I do because we need to continue this conversation. Cheryl, thank you so much for your time. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks, Mike. Have a good day. Yeah, you bet. We're going to get to a break. Mark Miller is going to join us on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Uh, Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented can save stores on 1250 AM. The fan want to again, thank Jerry and Joan Pettigrew for sending me the 2021 Wisconsin basketball coaches association hall of fame inductees. And they have Travis Diener, Percy, Eddie, Andy Cerrone and Shiramar on. That was awesome. And now joined by Mark Miller. And what I want to talk to Mark about were the playoffs coming up. The, uh, WBY shootout that they're having right now, the classic, excuse me, the WBY classic uh, down at the Prairie School. I'm sure that's where he's at as Martin Luther's getting ready to tip it off against Ron Colley. Um, are you down there right now, Mark? I am. Yep, I'm sitting uh, just off the baseline, and Ron Colley players are coming in, getting ready, and uh, Martin Luther just got here, so we got a tip off at 11 a.m., so it should be a pretty good game. Uh, fans want to watch uh, the, stream, uh, the stream link is on our wisports.net schedule page. Yep, and man, what a schedule it is. You've got that game at 11, 1 o'clock. It's for seeing Lutheran and Kingdom Prep Lutheran. I don't know much about them. Yeah, that's a new school uh, in Wauwatosa, and um, yep. they're a young team and have taken on a very challenging schedule this year. I think they're trying to build the program, and uh, you know, it'll be, uh, be interesting to see what they bring to the table against Racine Lutheran. Yeah, I'll tell you, that first game, obviously, that you have is, uh, I know both of those schools really well, and uh, that's going to be a really good game. Uh, Mantuoc-Lincoln against Oak Creek a little bit later um, in the day, I think, 3 o'clock, that one tips. Uh, Kettamore and Lutheran and the Prairie School at 5, That again, a really good game, and then Homestead-Ashwabanon uh, will be playing at 7 o'clock. Going to be a long day for you. Uh, Mark, I know you don't mind mind that at all, that the snow is stopping, and hopefully uh, at least parents, I don't know what the what you guys have as far as allowing people to come watch those games, but they can always go online and, and watch the stream, correct? Yeah, I think that they allowed 50 fans per school um, to, to enter, so they did pre-sale tickets. Uh, the Prairie School set all that up in terms of, uh, you know, regulations and protocols with the pandemic, so... Uh, that's kind of, you know, how, how they're doing things here today. Um, so for the general fan, there, there'll be no admittance, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, I think we're trending in the right direction. This is our, this is my first event uh, since I was at this event last year, at least the event that, you know, I helped 
coordinate. So it's been 12 months. Uh, we canceled all our summer stuff, of course, and then had to cancel the shootout last uh, December and then uh, canceled our Wisconsin-Minnesota border battle uh, in January. So I think we're starting to maybe turn the corner a little bit. We still got a long ways to go, obviously, but uh, and protocols are still in place. But you know, hopefully by the start of next school year, things will be back to where everyone wants them to be. Hey, Mark, I want to spend a few minutes on on the 2021 uh, Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Fame inductees. And okay. I just, you know, you look at the list of players, and there's a number of them from, from right around here in southeast Wisconsin. Uh, but then, you know, Travis Dean that we had on it. Man, they don't get as far as a high school player. You know, they don't get much better than than he was. And then such a good ambassador playing at Marquette, such a good ambassador for our area. Percy Eddy over at Milwaukee Tech, uh, Devin mm-hmm. Harris, Mantosi, UW Madison, um, Harvey Knuckles from Racine St. Catharines, John Stone from Whitefish Bay, and Marshall Williams from Milwaukee Vincent, and then Paul Johnson uh, from Orville Park View. And I don't. Paul at all. I don't know much about him, but those right. are the, you know, the six or seven that are going in as players. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually on the hall of fame committee. So I was, uh, you know, in on, on the discussions on all those guys and, you know, Travis and, and Devin were, were two guys that were unanimous. Uh, you know, everyone said, absolutely. I mean, they both uh, had great high school careers and great college careers and both played professionally for a very long time. So uh, very, very pleased to see both those guys go in. Um, I had a chance to watch Harvey Knuckles when I was younger, um, and he was he was a dynamite player at St. Catharines. Just kind of a he was six seven. Uh, well, you, you remember him, Mike? I mean, he's, he could do, do everything out there. And uh, and Percy Eddy, he he was a heck of a player too at Bradley Tech. Um, Paul Johnson, that that goes back, I believe, to the '60s, and he put up huge numbers at Parkview. Um, and then uh, uh, the, uh, John Stone from uh, Whitefish Bay got some uh, um, just some really uh, powerful um, letters of recommendation written for him from when he played from guys who played against him. So, um, you know, I think what would they try to do uh, with the Hall of Fame committee is is pick guys from from different eras. Um, you know, it's hard to get guys now from the 40s and 50s because uh, not many people saw them play. Um, and right. you know, unfortunately some of those guys aren't around anymore. Um, and, and even the sixties, it's starting to get that way a little bit. Um, but you know, from the seventies on, everyone's got a really good read on, on guys. And, um, you know, there's, there's so many good deserving players that could go in every year. So to be, to be honored, um, I think is a, is a huge accomplishment and we're very happy that all those guys accepted and, and we'll be going in. So, um, and I, I don't know, Mike, I'm, I'm sure you've been to the hall of fame um induction ceremony yes um and it's it's just jerry pettigue and the wbca do a really nice job it's just a great night of of basketball camaraderie with a lot of great people and uh just for a worthy cause and it's just it's just you know can't say enough positive things about it no me neither and and some of the coaches that are going in we talked to to andy cerrone some of the the coaches on the on the boys side um, Dan Burson from uh, from Mineral Point is going in. Uh-huh. Greg Dull from Toma Sparta, uh, Brookwood. Uh, John Gare from from Nielsville. Don't yep. know yep. John. Uh, Marcus Hines, uh, man, 
my guy. I, I, anybody that you talk to goes, well, Marcus is one of my best friends. Marcus is great friends with a lot of people, <laughs> yeah. well-deserving, yeah. going in as yeah. a head coach over at Milwaukee. Vincent, uh, he also, well, he's coached a number of places, Mesmer and Homestead as well. Mike Hopkins from Darlington is going in. Um, Mark mm-hmm. Merstein from Green Bay NEW. Yep. Is, uh, yeah, yeah. Man, Mark, they, Mark he's done been, a nice uh, job. coaching there a long time. Yeah. Yep. He's done a great job. Uh, Marcus, of course, I'll see here in a few minutes. He's assisting Paul at uh, Martin Luther, uh, has been for a few years, as you know very well. Um, I do. And, uh, yeah, those guys, uh, again, you know, some boys, girls, uh, coach mix there, um, you know, with the, with the, the coaches from, from both sides there. So that's always a, a good thing as well. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great class of coaches, great class of players. We got um, – you know, a couple friends going in. So every year that they do this, and of course, last year's was wiped out by the pandemic. So they're going to do that, I believe, in June. And then they're going to do the 2021, um, you know, at the normal time in the fall, um, you know, God willing, and hopefully the pandemic will subside so they can get all that done in person, which is really the way you want to do it, obviously. Um, so well, I'm definitely hoping pray that that happens. Yeah, I'll be at both of them, and 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 the first one, uh, Coach Paul Wallersheim's going in, and and I will be front and center for that. Who's that? Who's that again? I don't, I... Um, he is. Uh, you might not remember him, but if you look uh, <laughs> in the right next to Marcus Hines today, he is. Uh, he is the guy <laughs> over there who's done phenomenal job at Dominican and at uh, at Martin yep. Luther, and he's just one of my best friends, and I'm so proud yep. of him. I just Absolutely. am. Yeah, he does. He does a great job. Hey, last question, and we'll cut you loose. Um, okay. The tournament is starting next week, and yeah. it's a little. It looks a little different, obviously, but you know what? At the end of this, if everything goes, we're going to have state champions, and and that to me is exciting. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone. You know, I I, I wrote yesterday about the Division One teams and did previews for all five divisions on West Sports this week, and you know. Uh, in a normal year, I think there'd be a lot of gnashing of teeth right now because of how things got changed in the middle of the season with schools moving up uh, yep. a division and uh, in the, the way they divided the schools up within those divisions, you know, having the two Brookfield and the two Wauwatosa and Marquette High in one regional, you know, you wow. got three of the top five teams in the state there in one regional. Um, but at the end of the day, like you said, Mike, I think um, everybody just wants to play, you know, let, let's okay, this isn't ideal, this isn't the way it's going to be in a normal year, but because of the, you know, the, the, the thought of reducing travel as much as possible to help mitigate the spread of COVID-19, I think people are, are coming around and just saying, let's just go play and, uh, you know, at least we get the opportunity to play. Yeah. You know, other states around us aren't, aren't playing. So, um, you know, the tournament starts Tuesday, and it, we're going to have a regional week, a sectional week, and a state tournament week. We'll have two different sites for the state tournament, which will be quite different, obviously. Um, but at least everybody gets the chance to go out and play on the floor and gets the opportunity to, you know, try to win a game um, in advance. And um, at, the, at this point in time, with the way things have gone the last 12 months, I think that's that's what makes everyone feel good. And, you know, you feel awful for those schools that, that get shut down because of COVID um, during this time, you know, where they have to forfeit. Um, I know that happened to Amro, the boys' team, had to forfeit, so they won't be playing next week because – if you get COVID now uh, on your team, it's a tough That's, situation because yeah. uh, obviously you, you have to quarantine for 14 days. So No doubt. Hey, Mark, I got uh, sent a text, and, and thank you, uh, Cheryl, for sending that. April 18th for the 2020 class and September 25th 
for the 2021 class. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, have fun today. Uh, go Spartans. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that right on the air. You tell Paul and Marcus that uh, I'm hoping <laughs> that they go get a win today. Mark Miller, thank you so much. Again, Wisports.net. If you want to stream that game, it starts in 15 minutes. They've got a great schedule going on. It's the WBY Classic uh, down at the Prairie School, and they've got games going on all day. Go again with sports.net, and you can uh, stream these games. If you go to the, if you just look for scores and look at today, and uh, you'll, you'll just start looking for the Prairie School WBY Classic, and right to the right it says stream, and you can watch any of these games. Hey, Mark, uh, safe travels uh, later on today, and, and thanks for a couple minutes. Okay, Mike, appreciate it. Have a good day. Bye now. You bet. Hey, we're going to uh, get to a break. Lee Rabbis, the head coach at Nina, they're coming down today to play at Whitefish Bay. Haven't had Lee on for a long time. Looking forward to the conversation again with Lee Rabbis, the head basketball coach at Nina. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Thanks for joining us. We are now joined by the head basketball coach at Nina High School. They are 17-1 at Conference, Fox Valley Association. He is Lee Rabbis. I haven't talked to Lee in quite a while. Coach, how you been? I'm doing well. Doing well. Man, th- Surviving uh, the 2020-2021 season. Man, it, well, you guys, uh, and when I said, hey, you guys are playing well, and you said, I don't know about that. We're winning some games, not sure if we're playing well. And if you have, I guess, I don't know if you can get in, but they're playing at Whitefish Bay today, and they'll have their hands full. That's a really good Whitefish Bay basketball team. And, and Lee said, look, it's, we're lucky to have such a quality opponent to be able to play right before the tournament. And I think he's right. They, they play again at Whitefish Bay today, Nina does, at 4 o'clock. Hey, hey Coach, um, when, when I asked you about how you guys are playing or made a comment, you said, we're, I'm just not quite sure that we're playing all that well right now. We're going to find out pretty soon. Um, let's talk about this year's team. If people want to watch you guys play against Whitefish Bay, you know, looking at, uh, at your players' stats, I, I as a, a former coach, I always kind of cringed a little bit when I'd see three or four or almost five kids averaging double figures, but that's what you have right now over at Nina. You've got four in double figures, and the fifth is averaging nine a game, so Charlie is right there as well. Tough uh, tough to take one or two players out when the other three can hurt you like that. Yeah, and actually uh, Charlie uh, Wolfgram, who you alluded to, is, uh, is a senior for us who unfortunately uh, uh, – tore his ACL uh, back on January 22nd. So his, his season ended, um, (laughs) unfortunately abruptly. Um, and, and so we're, you know, we've been working through that, uh, the past couple weeks. Um, but we still have, you know, we're, we're pretty fortunate. Uh, we do have a number of kids that, uh, can do things offensively. So, um, and, and that's, you know, we're, Last year we finished 23 and two, and we were one of the <clears throat> eight remaining teams in Division One when the season was canceled. But last year we were different. We, you know, we relied on um, Max Klesman, got about 26 points a game, uh, and is actually having a great freshman campaign right now. 
at Wofford uh, in South Carolina. Um, but we're different. You know, we have balance. Um, we have a number of kids that, you know, on any given night can go and get 18 or 20 points. Um, so that's, it's, it's been different that way. Um, and it's, you know, they've been a, a great group to work with. Hey coach, the, uh, and, and and I don't know how I, I may still be in the fetal position, Coach. If 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 a team that I was coaching was one of the eight left, and and we could never find out who, you know, look as a coach, I always knew at the end of the year we won a state championship or we didn't. You know, yeah. I always had that closure. How did you and your and your team and your community deal with that? Uh, you know, it was it was it was hard. You know, and it was. Um... We didn't have a lot of – we were fortunate uh, because when when that decision was made, we were still on uh, the way back from Marshfield that night. That's where we had played uh, Chippewa Falls. And to, to be honest, yeah, you can probably hear it in my voice every time I have yes. to talk about it. Uh, I get emotional because it, it was a great group of kids and uh, – um, our seniors, you know, had a goal to uh, – they could have been the first group since the late 70s in Nina uh, to, to play in back-to-back state tournaments. Um, you know, so that was would have been a – for our five seniors last year, would have been quite an honor considering, that you know, the tradition of our program. And so it was, it was difficult. Um, and to be honest, you know, having gone through it, I think all of us – would have just preferred we had lost that night, <laughs> uh, to, you know, to have some closure. But, um, you know, we didn't. Um, it would have been easier to lose. We wouldn't have wanted to lose. I should rephrase that. Right. It would have been easier yep. to lose. Um, and, you know, we'll always wonder. So, And, and we actually had a, we had a really nice uh, kind of just, uh, just our varsity team had a nice get-together in late July kind of privately you know, didn't advertise it, didn't put it out on social media. It was just a really good time for all of us to get together again, including the parents. And um, it was it was just a really nice nice evening and, and a chance for all of us to put some closure on, you know, what had gone on uh, during the, the 1920 season. Hey, Coach, I got to tell you, you know, for as long as, as, as I've known of you and kind of known you, because we, we talked a lot more um, years ago, one of the things that always drew me to, to talk to you and to listen to you as you talk to anybody else was the passion that you have for not only the game of basketball, but for, the, for your kids, for you all stood up for your, your players. And so it does not surprise me that when you talk about that group last year and what happened and then the season having to end, that you get emotional. And I and and I think that that's why you're still in this thing, Coach. And and I wouldn't shy away from that, man. I would I would uh, continue that because the love that you have for these kids and, and the players and and your community and now Nina, you've been there I think six years, um, just really comes through. And 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 I appreciate that part uh, of you, Coach. When when you started coaching at, at at Nina, this this conference that you're in, I think um, look. I think the Greater Metro is the best conference in in the state right now. That's just me, but I live in this area. 
But I know that uh, I get called a lot from people saying, hold on a second, don't forget about us up here in the Valley. There's some really good basketball being played in our conference as well. When you talk about Nina and you talk about Kakani, you talk about certainly Kimberly, the Fox Valley Association is a really top to bottom a good basketball conference. It is, and, and you know, I, I don't want to – the league that you referenced, you know, we've seen those teams play in the fall and outside of, you know, the regular season. It, th- there's a lot of good, you know, conferences down your way. The 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 Big 8 over in Madison obviously has really good teams. So, sure. uh, and I would never get into splitting hairs about that. You know, we have a really good league. We have uh, top to bottom really good coaches and really good players. Uh, you know, I we just – I was cleaning out my, because we played Oshkosh North on Thursday night, so I was cleaning out my scouting file. I mean, less than three years ago, about two years and 11 months ago at this time, you know, I was getting ready to play Oshkosh North, and Tyrese Halliburton was still on our scout report. So, um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's the rookie of the month in the NBA, and less than three years ago, you know, we were having a game plan against them, so... Um, yeah, we, you know, we've been, it's, it's, it's a good league with great coaches and good players. And, um, obviously if you're, you're good enough to be one of the top teams in, in the FBA, you know, you're one of the teams that can put things together at the end of the year and hopefully make a run in the tournament. No doubt. He is uh, the head coach at Nina, the Nina Rockets. They play at Whitefish Bay today. And, uh, Again, he, he has been around the state of Wisconsin with, with basketball for a long time. I'm a big fan. Lee Rabbis, thank you so much for a couple minutes. Good luck today against Whitefish Bay. Thanks. Uh, appreciate the time and appreciate everything uh, you do for, for high school sports and in particular, you know, sharing your knowledge of basketball. So thank you. You got it. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, our current electric superhero of the week, will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, if you listen to this show, you know, probably the last three months, I have just been blessed to be able to do this segment. Our current electric superhero of the week. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week. Our current electric superhero of the week, she's a senior. She goes to Kettle Moraine Global, which is part of the Kettle Moraine schools. And we're going to find out what that means. Our superhero of the week is Ava Craven. Ava, how are you today? 
I'm good. How are you? Man, I am so good. Thanks for uh, joining us. Congratulations as our superhero, our current electric superhero of the week. I love the fact that, uh, you know, when, when I got your bio, I said, hey, what do we want to talk about? Because there's a lot to talk about. The interesting thing with this is when I call the principal at a school and say, look, I want somebody who has got the servant leadership heart, gives in the school, in the community, at home, gets really good grades, but they don't have to be part of any sports team, even though this is a high school sports show. And then I get your stuff for your member, both varsity cross country and soccer, right? The KM yeah. Rock Club team, you're part of that. Soccer team captain, cross country team captain, all conference soccer. So sports has been a big deal for you. Yeah, it has. It's been a big part of my life. <laughs> Man, good for you. Can you explain what um, KM Global for people? I know you and I had the conversation the other day, but explain to me and to our listeners what uh, Kettle Marine Global is. Yeah, so basically I'm going to first start off with like uh, Kettle Moraine, our high school, has four schools inside one campus. So we have just the traditional learning environment. We have um, HS Squared, which is a health science-focused charter school. We also have CAM Perform, which is um, like theater and art-focused. And then we have CAM Global. And CAM Global is a personalized learning environment. So students have a lot of say in um, what they learn and how they learn. Um, but we really prioritize the idea that everyone can, make a le can be a leader and everyone can make an impact on the world around us. So that's kind of what KM Global is in a snapshot. Hey, um, Avery, do you think that, that you were drawn to Global because of that? Or did, did do you know, what was it something that you thought, well, I'll try that and then really got involved in it? Or as it, at a young age, were you drawn to that type of learning environment? Yeah. So I've been in a charter environment since I was pretty little. So like probably around third grade. I really started to get into like a more personalized learning environment. Um, but then going into high school, uh, KM Global has something called Inquiries, which is basically a semester-long project on anything you're interested in. So I've done things ranging from learning about the environment to marketing to understanding why people lie to all sorts of projects. And so that's what really drew me in is like the ability for me to um, harness my curiosity to explore new things and um, really find my interest for later on in life. So one of the things that I really, and, and again, if we had an hour, we, may not, we might not be able to get through all the things that you have been involved with, are involved with, or would like to get involved with. But if we could start with, she's, um, she's the first, um, is it, so you started a chapter of she's the first, and, and can we talk and where that came from? Yeah, so... Um, I first heard about She's the First from my mom when she went to um, a women in marketing conference and she spoke to or listened to uh, the founder of She's the First kind of talk about the organization. And she was like, wow, that seems like something my daughter might really want to do. So um, she told me about it and um, I told my friend about it and we decided to start a chapter at our school. Um, and part of KM Global, we have something called um, a capstone, which is basically um, you, it's a service project they have to put in at least 40 hours into. And so she's the first fit right into that. And um, we currently have about 30 members in our club, and we're working to support um, eight girls in Ethiopia 
Um, and they're called the Sleepover Group, and it's been an amazing experience. We've done, like, all sorts of fundraisers from, like, doing a cycle bar class um, to uh, doing bake sales and designing your own T-shirts, all sorts of stuff. So, look, and how can I ask how old are, how old are you? I'm 17. 17 years old. I, I just I, I just love this. So she is worth money to support these eight girls in Ethiopia. And I, if you're interested in donating and I and I said, please include this because the, the people that listen to this show have such big hearts. And if they're feeling led to be able to help you on on this, you can go on Venmo and go. She's the first kettle moraine. Is that correct? At She's the first kettle moraine to be able to donate yep. five or ten or twenty or fifty dollars. That would be very helpful to you guys. Yes, very helpful. And to anyone that does do it, thank you in advance. Um, anything counts. So. And so this is a nonprofit organization that works to support girls' education in low-income countries, and they've selected these eight girls in Ethiopia. And if you're driving and can't write this down, get a hold of me. And I'll get you the information, but on Venmo, it's at She's the First Kettle Moraine to donate some money. Let's talk about some other things. One of the things that I told you that I was going to ask you this question because it always interests me, mm-hmm. your your servant leadership heart, where do you think that came from for you? Yeah, well, um, I would say it like, started to really, like, being able to like explore that avenue of um, service leadership really started in high school because came global. It's just an amazing learning environment. And one of the biggest things that it prioritizes, like I mentioned this earlier, is making an impact with everything that you do. So um, I've always been interested in um, girls' education and um, women's rights. I've always been interested in the environment. I've always been interested in all these things. But um, when I went to KM Global and that mindset of trying to make an impact on your local and global community and everything you do, that's what really pushed me to just explore that avenue and try to really spread my interest in a place that um, could be impactful and have an influence on people. So talk to me a little bit about what you think um, next year looks like uh, for you. And then can we also, before we we have to cut you loose, when you, you had talked a little bit earlier about how important, you know, looking um, at things as far as the environment and climate change and things like that, how important that is to you. But let's start real quick, if we can, with what you think. And I know that you haven't made any decisions, but mm-hmm. what you think next year might look like for you. Yeah. So I'm still kind of deciding on college, but um, right now, probably the school I'm most interested in is St. Olaf College. It's a small liberal arts school in um, Minnesota. And uh, just like KM Global, they really prioritize having a global perspective and just learning about the world around you. And so I'm really interested in going there um, and running cross country and track. So, yeah. Well, good luck with that decision. (laughs) And whatever school, I know that um, you also have some interest in a couple of schools in this area, one being um, Carroll, which you do some work over there right now, and another one being uh, the University of Wisconsin. So good luck with with that decision. Do you, do you have any idea what you might want to go into as far as um, what your educational look like wherever you go? Yeah, so I'm interested in a lot of different things, so it's kind of hard for me to narrow it down. Um, but if I had to choose, like, I guess, like, 
my top five majors, they'd be environmental science, international relations, political science, um, economics, and public policy. Those would be like my main interests. Hey, um, so can you talk to me real quick about being part of the student advisory board? What's pretty cool with that is you, you had a chance to fly to school district in St. Louis to present what CAM Global is um, alongside a couple other students. But talk a little bit about being a part of a student advisory board. Yeah, so student advisory board, basically it's the um, communication line between students and faculty of CAM Global. Um, but one other thing that we do is we present to visitors that come into CAM Global because our environment, our learning environment is so unique. There's a lot of people from around the country that want to learn about it. Um, but there was one district in St. Louis that was making a transition to being more personalized. And so they actually offered to fly out for students and then uh, the director of CAM Global to St. Louis. Um, and that was just like an amazing experience because it was a combination of all these students that were passionate about learning and all of these faculty and staff that were so interested in um, how we can shift um, how we learn um, into a more futuristic and modern approach. So that was super, super cool. It's actually about our one year anniversary, anniversary since we went to St. Louis. So, yeah. Hey, I got to make sure am I pronouncing your first name right? Is it Ava or Ava? It's Ava. <laughs> Ava, so I have a good, thank you for that. We're talking yeah. to Ava Craven. She is our Kern Electric Superhero of the Week, and we just have a minute left, but I wanted to talk a little bit about this as a sophomore. So she's a 17-year-old senior at Camp Global. So when she was a sophomore, she's like 15 years old. She wanted to, to find out how to run a successful social media campaign for Camp Global. And as part of the project, she actually worked um, she, she worked to educate the local community and prospective students on the unique elements of her school. And I'm wondering, did you have fun doing that? Because that's kind of what I do for a living and wondering maybe you should skip college and come work for us here. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, just kidding. I, yeah. But how did, did you enjoy doing that? Yeah, that was, it definitely was one of the first times I got pushed out of my, outside of my comfort zone because I was I was representing Cane Global online, and uh, Cane Global is a very complicated school, and so it's hard for people to really understand what we're doing. And so um, that job, I worked with another student on it. Um, we had to take pictures, and we were posting consistently online, and just really trying to make sure that um, people understand how cool our school is and um, how different it is compared to other learning environments. So I had a blast doing that, and I learned a ton along the way. So. Yeah. Hey, Ava, your mom and dad's name? Yeah, my mom's name is Miki and my dad's name is Jeremy. So, the, you know, I, I hope they're listening right now and they are so <laughs> proud. They are just so proud of you. And and I know, you know, talking to, to uh, the director of CAM Global, how, how they're just really going to miss you. And uh, they're really proud of you. And you're going to be a great ambassador for what they do at uh, not only at Kettle Marine High School, but Camp Global in particular. And if you're just joining us, our current electric superhero of the week, Ava Craven, um, she has started a nonprofit organization called She's the, well, this a chapter here. She's the first. And they're supporting eight girls in Ethiopia. And they're raising some money. For them and if you're interested in donating to that on venmo it's at she's the first kettle moraine it's one word she's the first kettle moraine you know what go on and donate five ten fifty bucks whatever you can 
they, they would really, really um, enjoy it. It would be helpful for these kids in Ethiopia for sure. Ava, thank you. We didn't get to everything like I told you we wouldn't. There's much more. But congratulations. This week's Superhero of the Week from KM Global High School. She is Ava Craven. Well done, Ava. You did good. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. It was yeah, fun. you bet. You bet. You tell your parents you did good. And I'm telling you right now, they're they're hugging, saying, boy, we did good with this girl. <laughs> Again, she's Ava Craven. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Mark Buzalaki, head girls basketball coach at Waukesha West, is going to join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by our local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, we're going to transition for a couple of segments to girls basketball. Their tournament's going on right now. And currently, our UW Credit Union Team of uh, the Week, the uh, Waukesha West Girls Basketball Program, is uh, they're playing tonight against a, a, a certainly a school that they've, they know quite well. Their conference foe, they've uh, split with them. They're playing at Kettle Moraine tonight. We're joined by the head basketball coach at Waukesha West, Mark Buzalaki. Hey, Coach, how you doing today? Good, man. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet. Uh, how, how do you feel? It's 11:30. You got tip off in eight hours. What? Do you go home take a nap, or are you watching film, yeah. or what? What kind of coach? I know what I'd be doing. I'd just be hoping I'd be coaching. I'm actually coach. on my way home from. Yeah, I'm on my way home from shoot around and walk through right now. Obviously, yeah. the commute's a little longer uh, this morning. Um, it was with the weather and stuff. But, yeah, you know, we had walk through and shoot around this morning, try to get ready. Any, like, last-minute things got to take care of and, you know, taking care of our bodies and things like that. But for me, I'll probably just – I'm going to go home and spend some time with my family and my kid. And you yeah, I won't think about the game much until I come back. You know, I uh, I always just was hoping that I was still – I was on the bench with uh, with, with Lisa's uh, brother, Coach Paul Wallersheim. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know what, I'd go home and take a nap because he would be freaked out and he'd be doing – nah, he was so good to coach with. Hey, um, yeah. so you you beat Elkhorn the other night, 54-28, uh, yesterday, last night, in fact. Yep, last and night. And you guys know Kettle Moraine quite well. And they know yeah. you cr- quite well. And I don't look as as a, a former coach. I never liked playing teams three times this early. Like, can we, if we're going to see a team as good as Catamaran, let's see them, you know, next weekend. But you know right. what? It is what it is. So now you got to travel to their place to play them tonight. Um, as a coach, do you do you look to to tweak anything, or are you just going to do what you guys do and and uh, and figure they're going to have to stop you? Yeah, there's not a ton of secrets when you're playing a, a conference opponent, right? Um, we know how good they are, and, you know, we've had some success lately. And, um, you know, it, we're probably going to tweak a few things, right? You're going to try something or, you know, here and there, or what you want to do defensively. They're so talented that I think defensively is the bigger key for us. Like, what can we do differently and try to stop them? Um, offensively, we're going to kind of do what we do, and I don't, there's not going to be a lot of adjustments there or anything like that, but – Defensively, I feel like every coach feels like they can do something different or something better or something. That's kind of what we're thinking about, what we were talking about this morning. It's just what can we do better there, right? Hey, Co- yeah, Coach, what do you think the difference is from, you know, February 2nd, you beat Kettle Moraine pretty handily. 
February or December 4th, so two months prior, you were at their place and lost by, I don't know, 10, 12 points, something like that. What do you think the difference between Waukesha West today than uh, what you guys were, how you were playing December 4th? Well, I think both teams were different, right? Like, so the beginning of the year, we didn't have our point guard who, you know, she was out until January, and we are a completely different team with her. So that's one, right? And uh, we're dealing with injuries a ton. We're still super young, um, just kind of going through some growing pains early in the season, trying to figure out how to win games. We're in a lot of games, just couldn't win a lot of them. Uh, kind of figured that out. You know, Kettle Moraine, same thing. So the second time we played Kettle Moraine, they were missing one of their top kids. So they weren't the same team. You know, tonight's probably going to be the first time where both teams are going to be meeting each other at full strength, which, which would be interesting, which can be completely different, right? So it, who you are in early December is absolutely who you're not, you know, in, in late February or March, you know, when the tournament time comes around. 100%. So, you know, but them too, right? Like they're, they're a different team too. So um, hey, it, it'll be different. I don't even look at those those games as a couple weeks ago when we won pretty easily. I'm, I didn't even look at the film, to be honest. I, it's not even a game that means anything to me. Um, so because they were missing somebody pretty key and, and, and they were doing some different things, I think because of that to kind of make up for it. So it's not a game that really means much to me. I know how good they are. Um, so we're going in. We know we got to be on point and ready to go and playing our best basketball to have a chance to win. So We're talking to Mark Buzalak. He's the head girls basketball coach at Waukesha West High School. You know, Coach, I always look at um, – I, I always for years have felt that the, um, the most well-coached teams are the teams that are playing their best basketball down the stretch. Right. I think there are, there are some guys that are pretty good and, and they start out on fire and then they kind of lose their momentum as kids might get. Or they're not they're not tweaking things at practice or they don't, you know, identify that as we're playing more games like you guys are playing a lot of games. We got to shorten up yeah. our practices and keep these kids fresh. Yeah. You know, all of that goes into it. So when I look at, at you guys from the time you got your point guard back. You lost on January 5th and have not, you know, lost since. And there's, but figured out a way to, to get them done. Yeah. So uh, I, it's, I, it's been a good, no, sorry. That's all right. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I think um, part of it, I think our culture has kind of pushed us through, you know, we got an awesome culture on with this group and in the program in general. Um, we never wavered from, you know, where we, we thought we were at. Even though at one point in this season we were three and eight, um, you know, and now we're fifteen and eight. <laughs> Even when we were three and eight, I think we all knew that something better was out there for us. That we had said to just kind of find the way back and keep working and and get healthy. We were dealing with a ton of injuries um, besides not having Ashlyn and our point guard until second semester. Um, it was just one of those things where we said to keep pushing, and then girls started stepping up and playing better and kind of fitting into their roles a little bit and figuring out the system and. Yeah, we kind of just kept getting better and better, um, and then we won a couple, and then all of a sudden it started clicking, and then we started really playing well. Uh, so it's been really fun, obviously, the last couple of weeks uh, just on the floor because it's always been good. No matter what our record was in November and December, it's always been good. Every day of practice has been really good. Film has been good. Leadership has been good. So when that doesn't waver, when that doesn't deviate, you still have the opportunity to, to be really, really good. So I think for us, that was the biggest deal. Our leadership was everything for us that kind of kept us going and pushed us forward and knew that 
we all we had to do was just stay on stay on track here, find a way, and, and, and eventually we're going to get there, and we have. So that's been really cool. A couple of times about this team, and you enjoy coaching these girls, that, and you're like, look, this is a fun we're getting better all the time, but they really enjoy hanging out a little bit, and it's a, it's a good group. There's not a ton of drama basketball, and they play it really well. That from guys yeah, like an, you, yeah, awesome group of kids. Um, you know, we've had we've been really lucky at West. We've had awesome kids for so many years in a row here. Now it's been a really really cool thing. It's something that we take really serious. It's something that we work really hard on. You know, as hard as we work on the floors, as hard as we work on off the floor. Uh, that stuff really matters for us. Um, and I, it really matters for me as a coach. Uh, so it, we've been really lucky. It's been an awesome group of kids who bought in to what we're trying to do off the floor and how we're trying to act and behave and, and, and be with each other and, and what this is really about. So we've, we've got girls that completely buy into that. And like I said, it's, it's, been a, it's been a pleasure to be their coach for sure. Man, that's awesome. They play tonight in a region. Uh, at Kettle Moraine, it's Waukesha West at Kettle Moraine, 7:30. And if you can't get in, you can always go and and watch it uh, via stream. It's going to be an awfully good game, I'm I'm sure. Coach Buzalaki, thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. Good luck tonight. Yeah, I really appreciate the uh, nomination of the team of the week. Uh, it means a lot to us. So really appreciate what you're doing, man. You bet, man. Keep up the good work, Coach. And uh, this will be a tough one tonight, but go get one. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. You got it. We're going to get to a break. Corey Scheel, uh, head basketball coach at uh, head girls coach at Greendale Martin Luther, is going to join us next. It is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. The Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coach. You can save stores on 1250. You're talking girls basketball uh, for the Corey Shield, the head basketball coach at Greendale Mall. Uh, they won the Metro Classic at 15 and 1 overall. You got a game tonight. Corey, how you doing tonight? I am uh, doing just fine, Mike. Thanks for the opportunity. Always love getting a text from you out of the blue uh, asking to be on the show. So thanks so much. <laughs> hey, man. You know what? I'm looking. How could I have not had Corey on yet? They're 20 and 3. They won their conference. You get a chance to play at home tonight against Greendale. Beat uh, Cudahy last night. Um, this has been a pretty good team uh, pretty much throughout the whole year that you've been fun coaching this team. Uh, this is this is an outstanding group. I got an outstanding group of seniors, um, three of which have been you know with us uh, for the past four years on varsity. Um, a good group of young you know players at the junior and sophomore level, and a couple freshmen. So we we hit it all. But they're just such a fun group. Um, you know we're we're a big family, uh, get along well, and just the relationships I've had uh, the opportunity to build with these girls. Uh, from my upperclassmen throughout the past few years and these new and uh, the underclassmen has just been a lot of fun and uh, super exciting to get the 20 wins uh, second time in uh, program history so that that was a lot of fun last night man congratulations on that that's a huge accomplishment Corey you know when I look at at, at the stats and and I, I told the 
at the stats on the team, if you have three or four players in double figures, I so we can't just take away one or two, three or four, and you have three in double figures and another three that are really close, like at seven or eight points a game, for for a lot of teams. Yeah, that's, you know, for the six years I've been there, it's kind of been a staple of our program that, you know, we haven't had just that one person. We've always been able to have three girls or so in double figures um, and somebody always close to, well, I guess we spread the wealth. And, you know, our leading scorer usually every year is around 15 points a game. Uh, and this year when we got, you know, 15 and like 10 and 10, um, that that's just talks about our depth um, that we're, we're, you can't, like you said, you can't just try to take one person away because on any given night, somebody else can step up. Hey, Corey, you know, they, the WIA made some adjustments, obviously, and you guys are now in Division Two. And look, I, I understand that when we're like me, we're saying things like, we're just so blessed to be playing basketball. I'm so happy our kids get a chance to play. But I'm wondering when you got the news that you guys were in, and it's a difficult Division II bracket with Pewaukee, New Berlin, Eisenhower, and looking up at Pius and Whitefish Bay, um, how you felt about that? And, and look, you don't have to give me coach speak like basketball, but certainly a challenge for the Spartans. Oh, without a doubt. And I, I had a feeling, I was prepared for it. I think I knew it was going to happen seeing where our, our enrollment is, and we're on the cusp of D2 as it is, uh, knowing teams were going to be dropping out that we were going to get put up. And, you know, it was just going to be interesting to see what the regional was going to look like. And I, I'll i be honest, I was thanking God that I wasn't in the regional of death with New Berlin West, New Berlin Eisenhower, Pewaukee, Catholic Memorial, them all beat each other up. And that was just so tough. Those are outstanding games right there. Um, and, you know, I, I know those are teams that we could be very well seeing in the sectional if we're blessed enough to get um, through tonight, and it, it's going to be tough. Uh, but, um, you know, we schedule tough um, non-conference on purpose with D1 and D2 schools to prepare ourselves for these, uh, these games and these times of the year. So um, I know, you know, if we get to that next round, uh, things go well tonight for us. Um, we're going to be prepared for sure. Yeah, and looking at your schedule, and you're right, it, it, it is a difficult schedule that, that you put together, and it's been a really good run here recently uh, in conference with beating some conference foe. Um, have you had a chance to but have you had a chance to look much at the Greendale team and uh, on what they're going to bring over to Martin Luther tonight? Yeah, I've, uh, I knew you know we were going to play either Greendale or Thomas Moore. Obviously, we know Thomas Moore extremely well and just played them last week, so we you know I didn't have to watch much on them. But Greendale have kind of been looking over the past week and a half or so and um, seeing what what we're going to do, what we're expecting again. I know they're a, a younger team that some girls that have played together for a little bit now, and uh, they have some definite talent and a good scorer and uh, locker, um, and you know going to be the battle of Greendale tonight and uh, looking forward to that they don't have to make a very long drive over uh, but they play in a very tough Woodland West uh, you know they got to play Ike twice they got to play Pewaukee twice New Berlin West twice um, so and they've gotten Pius a couple times so they're a, a team that's 
battle-tested and has played a lot of tough competition. So uh, it's, a, it's a team that we got to be uh, really prepared for and ready for because they're going to be ready to bring it. Yeah, they are. And this this locker that you're talking about, she is a, a sophomore, it looks like, and, and a 5'3 guard, but averages in like what you talked about, a really difficult girls' basketball conference and playing against some, some players in the state of Wisconsin. And uh, she's just a, we'll have you'll have your hands full a little bit with her because she doesn't want to get beat by another Greendale team, you know? <laughs> Yeah, for sure, for sure. When you talk about um, the age of, of your team and you said, look, we've got some really good leadership with seniors, kids that are playing pretty well, too. Did you feel this time of year that those young kids now, they're not freshmen anymore, right? They've been through the ringer a little bit, a full season of practices with you, practicing against some really good seniors and then playing some pretty good competition the lights are not going to be too bright for some of these young girls? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. We, they're, they're all competitors, and they all play at a high level, even in the off season. And I know our seniors are ready for it because they've been around it. And our juniors, you know, my juniors, they've been with me for three years. Our sophomores that are with us were with us last year and have played in high-level games. And, you know, being in the sectional final last year, um, outside of the two freshmen um, and one of our juniors that came up from JV, but they 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 understand what it takes. I only lost one girl last year, so they've been to that high level games. They've they've been to when the lights are bright. You know, as my former assistant coach Jeff Radke used to say, the popcorn's popping, and the moms and dads are screaming. They've been around that, um, and they are. Uh, I think they're going to be ready for it, and. Uh, um, like I said, they've had this year with me and the intensity and the big games and playing through that. We just got to go do what we do. We are talking to Corey Scheel. He is the head girls basketball coach of Martin Luther. I'm going to ask him to take that hat off, put his athletics director hat on. <laughs> and I want you to know, Corey, that I don't know the kind of money they'd have to offer me to be a high school athletic director right now because the answer would probably be no. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> Um, you didn't have an off season. You didn't have any time off uh, in the summertime because that's when everything was just absolutely blowing up and going crazy. And are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? So I, I just want to ask you, has this been the most difficult year that you've had as an athletic director? Um, I would say, yeah, uh, without a doubt. And I just the, the extra planning and the, that has to go in everything, and with all the the guidelines and the changes and the sched reschedules and the updates. Um, but you know we're not alone, and you know athletic being an athletic director is is a tough job. But you got a lot of great support around you, and all the other ads in the area. We everybody helps each other out, and how many meetings we've had and talking and collaboration. Um, we all have each other's back, and we're there to help each other out. And, you know, you're really leaning on each other for what are you doing here and ideas here, ideas there, um, and learning from each other. And that, that's been a, a huge blessing. Uh, but just the logistical things of everything that we have to do, um, especially when I'm in season, is even tougher. You know, that's already – I'm thinking about that for tonight, the logistical things of admission and, every, you know, people in the gym and game management and everything else. It just never stops for me. 
No, and I'm and I'm sure that look, I know a lot of the people at Martin Luther are there to help you, but you take, you know, that's your that's your primary, that's your job as the athletic director, and the coaching thing, you know, look, that's really important. Be able to have to do both. I I just, uh, man, I, I I do not envy some of you guys and gals. The one thing that's interesting, Corey, is, look, you've now set a template, right? You have the template. We'll get through this, but if it ever happen again, you can go in your drawer, pick up the file, and go, okay, this is what we did that was right. This is wrong. So let's go with the right stuff, and let's get back at it. You know, I never thought you'd have to have a template for this, but you have yeah, I don't any. I don't think any of us thought we'd have to have a template of this. But if if we can get through this, we can get through anything. Hundred um, percent. The, the biggest the biggest blessing is that we've been able to have all of our sports, and these kids have been able to play, and offer them the opportunities to have somewhat of a, a regular year, whatever it looked like. Uh, but to have a fall season, to have a full winter season, um, I ain't gonna lie. I'm really looking forward to this kind of like a month and a half off because we don't we don't have anything in the alternate fall season i'm gonna enjoy march and uh in the beginning of april until april 19th starts up uh and then our spring start season starts going but a little bit of a break is not a bad thing right now Corey, you didn't listen to earlier from the wia and they're gonna push spring up a month I'm just kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only I'm only kidding. Don't drive off the road, coach. Don't do it. <laughs> hey, first chance to take a little time off. Go get that. Go get. We don't look. I once a Spartan, always a Spartan. Greendale, don't do it. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you, Mike. Yeah, for sure. You're always a Spartan, my friend, without a doubt. Hey, you drive safe. Did your son win today, by the way? They did win. He played well, yes. Good. Good for them. Drive safe. Um, good luck. Right, uh, 7 o'clock tip at home against uh, Greendale on their website. And watch this. If you want to stream there on the Martin Luther website live. Thanks a lot for your time. Thanks a lot, Mike. Appreciate it. Take care. You bet. Uh, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, uh, Jeff Chestnut. He is the athletic director, principal, and head basketball coach at Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls. And I've asked him to join us for a specific reason. Uh, again, I want to thank uh, Coach Jerry Pettigrew and his wife, Joan, for sending me the 2021 Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductees. And if you didn't, in the beginning of the show, we talked to Travis Diener and Percy Eddy. Players like Devin Harris and Paul Johnson and Harvey Knuckles, John Stone, Marshall Williams. Those are the boy, the uh, the male players that are going in. There's a whole list. We talked to Cheryl, whole list of female players. Head coaches we talked about with Coach Andy Marcus Hines is going in and Mike Hopkins. What we haven't talked about is assistant coaches going in. We'll do that on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. 
presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM. The fan. I understand we're having some difficulties uh, with uh, with the app that we were using. I kept breaking up, so just calling in. Hopefully, it sounds okay. It's the last segment, and uh, I don't think my guest cares so much. So the entire show, we're talking a lot about the Hall of Fame guys that were uh, getting inducted, and we talked about a number of the girls and the players on the both the boys and the girls' side. We talked about the uh, the head coaches that were going on. What we didn't talk about is the two assistant coaches that are going into the Hall of Fame. And uh, one coach is a guy from Clintonville. He is uh, big T- uh, Bill Kinzer. He is uh, going into the Hall of Fame as an assistant coach. And uh, I'm the second one. So I got a call from Coach Jerry Pettigue that, uh, earlier in the week that said, congratulations, uh, you have been inducted. You're going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. 2021 Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. And I wanted to reach out to, uh, to the two head coaches that I coached with as their assistants. Coach Wallersheim is in the middle of a game right now down at uh, Racine Prairie. And I got a hold of Jeff Chestnut, who was the head basketball coach, still is, at Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls. He is also the administrator. He teaches history. He's coaching volleyball, boys and girls basketball. And he makes the popcorn at halftime. I just wanted to know that. He is Jeff, Jeff Chestnut from Calvary Baptist. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing great on this beautiful day. Congratulations. Hey, thanks. You're not hitting any golf balls today, pal. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I got my orange one still in the bag. <laughs> there you go. Well, I, you know what, Coach? I wanted to just have you on the air to say thank you. Mm-hmm. To, have, to say thank you for allowing me for those three years to sit next to you and get the opportunity to coach my son, Matthew. Because it, uh, it was a really good three years, Coach. It really was. And, and you know, those are, that's probably a group of my best memories at Calvary was, was those three years we had together. And I was, I was a, a very surprised person when you walked in my office and talked about the possibility of, uh, of joining me and coaching your son. You and you and a lot of people. We had come off back-to-back state championships at Dominican, and I said, "Hey, I'm leaving because I, I want to go over to Calvary Baptist." And people were like, you, "You're going what? Whoa, whoa, what are you doing?" And coach, <laughs> I have to tell you, every time we drove to Union Grove Christian, I prayed, and I prayed for patience. And I'd walk in the gym and start yelling at somebody because we couldn't shoot threes from the corner, and I just. And you just kind of laughed and said, hey, it is what it is, man. You're not coaching at Dominican anymore, boy. And I said, okay, I got it. But I, I loved those three years more than any. And uh, I just thank you so much, and I appreciate your willingness to let me join your staff. And when they, call, when they called and said um, to me that you're going to be inducted in September in the Coaches Hall of Fame up in Wisconsin Dells, they said, hey, what, what schools do you want on that plaque? And I said, Whitefish Bay, Dominican, Calvary Baptist, and Menominee Falls, and Martin Luther. Because those are, those are the three that mean the most to me. And they said, great. And so I, I thank you for that. And Calvary Baptist will be well represented. Up in, and if nobody, if, if you can't make it and nobody else can make it, I'll represent Calvary Baptist up at that Coaches Association Hall of Fame banquet. And I'll do it proudly, Jeff. Anybody that asks me. Um, what it was like coaching there, I can't say enough. We we just had a ball, and I, I loved 
you know, sitting next to you and talking basketball and Daryl and the kids that we had. And we won three uh, Christian State championships, and I got a chance to coach my son, which was just yep. the best three years. Yep. And, uh, well, that, I mean, <clears throat> all that's awesome to hear. I mean, you're honoring um, me as much as uh, you're being honored right now, but um, uh, you sure did make life uh, a lot better for me during those three years with the things that I got to enjoy and uh, taking kids that to a higher level than I thought we'd be able to. And uh, they were really just three outstanding years that we enjoyed together. Well, Co- I tell you this, Coach, I, I got us involved in a few things that I think you were kind of shaking your head at and, and you know, going, hold on a second. You know, I, we haven't done that before. I go, I know, just trust me, trust me. We went and played anybody that wanted to play. Coach, and, and I, I tell stories about some of this, and Matthew was kind enough uh, for Christmas to take a bunch of the films that we have from some of those games, and he put them on a, on, on a disc, and he's going to put them on a jump drive for me, but I've gone to his house, and we've watched him, and, and Coach, two things he keeps saying is, boy, I didn't play a lot of defense, and boy, I wasn't a very good free throw shooter, and I said, well, you scored a 1,000 points in your career, so you hit a couple free throws. <laughs> but, man, we have fun watching some of those games. The last one we watched was the win against uh, Milwaukee Hamilton over mm. at Homestead. And if you remember that one, Coach, we had uh, I think we had one or two kids on the bench, and my favorite part of that is after we beat Milwaukee Hamilton, I didn't know the coach from McGuanago at that point, but they were playing next, and he came over and he said, who are you guys? Because we just had Eagles on our on those jerseys, and I said, man, we're the mighty eagles from Calvary Baptist. Do you want some? He said, no, sir, I don't want any part of that. Our kids had those kids that we coached, Jeff, they had no idea some of the things they were doing back then. They beat yep. really good teams, and they didn't even know it. They just went yep. and played because that's what we told them to do. And, and, and you know, we, we, had the, we had a group of kids that we pretty much were confident that they do real well in the Wisconsin Association of Christian Schools, but probably my biggest thrill of those three years had, had been the competition that we provided for some very quality teams here in this area. And that and that really, I think, made us head and shoulders above those other teams that we would play later in the year from other parts of the state in Wisconsin Christian Schools. 100%. He is Jeff Chestnut. He is uh, the Administrator, Athletic Director, and Teacher at Calvary Baptist. I just want to say thank you for a chance to uh, coach with you, getting put into the Hall of Fame, Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Association Hall of Fame in September. Hey, Jeff, stay safe. It was good talking to you. Have a good day. You bet. Congratulations again, Mike. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for listening. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.